Welcome to the Daily K Podcast, a weekly show that inspires you to live your best life daily. This podcast explores what it means to move your body, drink your water, and mind your business. Let's get into it. What is up, guys? It's been a minute, right? I know. Summer was summering. I had the best summer ever. It's honestly still not over. Um, Took a little break from the podcast, but we are back. I am so excited to talk about today's episode. I'm not even going to get into what I did this summer. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, it's KB Franks. Um, So yeah, check out what I've been up to. Um, But I am so excited about today's episode. And today's episode is all about, it's not a matter of can you, it's will you. And I'm going to dive really deep into this. I'm going to give you a journal prompt. I'm going to provide an example for you. So when you think about the can you, will you question, it is a mindset. It is a concept that highlights this distinction between having the capability to do something and choosing to do it. It is also about recognizing that you, just because you're capable of doing something or because you can take an action doesn't mean you're actually willing to do it or you're motivated. This again is all about mindset. This emphasizes the importance of assessing your abilities, considering what motivates you, where is your mindset, and what are you willing to do versus what you're not willing to do. So let me break down the can you versus the will you. So when you think about the can you, this is a mindset part. Um, So this is all about your abilities, your skills, your resources, your knowledge. Like, do you know how to type on a computer? Do you know how to ride a bike? (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's about evaluating whether you have the capability to do something to perform a specific task or achieve a certain goal. So for instance, you may have the skills to write a book, start a business, or start a new exercising routine. But when you think about the will you, this shifts the focus from the capability to the willingness. This is also about motivation. This is about your mindset and this is about your commitment. So even if you're fully capable of doing something, you have to ask yourself, are you willing to put in the effort? Are you willing to overcome these these hurdles and these obstacles? Are you willing to create the necessary time? Are you willing to sacrifice certain things? I always like to tell myself a yes to one thing is a no to something else. If I say yes to wine Wednesday, nine times out of 10 is gonna be a no to my 5 a.m. wake up time. And that is a no to myself of wanting to make sure I move my body every day. Especially for me, I like to get a workout in in the morning because I know that my day will get crazy. And, you know, I by you know, going to Wine Wednesday, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. We love a good Wine Wednesday. We love hanging out with the girls. We love to do a little date night with our boo. But, you know, a yes to something is a no to something else. For example, a yes to a, you know, a yes to you spending quality time with a loved one may be a no to you writing your book or working on your business. It all just depends on the can you, will you. And it also goes into what your goals are. So let's put it together. So let's go back to the exercise analogy here because, you know, we move our body, drink our water, mind our business. So, for example, you can start a new exercise routine. You can improve your fitness. 
However, the question is, will you? This addresses your motivation and it really assesses what you're committed to. Are you willing to prioritize your exercise and your daily routine? Um, Because working out is not really easy. And I know for me, like I have to sacrifice. (laughs) This is like a real like a life example. If I want to go to hot yoga, a yes to hot yoga means a no to my blowout. So you have to think about that. Um, And then, you know, do you have what it takes to maintain the consistency even when you don't feel like it? Nine times out of 10, when I am working out, that's why I love to post like my workouts and stuff on social media because it holds me accountable. It's not me trying to make anybody feel bad for not wanting to work out or not waking up at 5 a.m. It's for me because I don't ever want to do it. But guess what? I love to post a cute picture on Instagram. I love to put on a cute workout set. I love how I feel after my workout. But getting to the gym, starting the workout, rolling that mat out, I am like, ugh. I really don't want to do it. So think about that. Think about what it takes to maintain that consistency when you don't feel like it. So basically, in essence, the can you, will you, it encourages you to think about your perspective, um, your perspective on things, your capability on things, and where your mindset is. You really have to evaluate what you can do and whether you're genuinely motivated and committed to taking the action to do so. This can help you, like once you realize that can I versus will I, this is going to truly help you make informed decisions, set realistic goals, and really align your actions to what it is that you want to do. Because if you are trying to go to, this is a, (laughs) I live in South Carolina. This is a South Carolina analogy. If I am trying to go to Florida, I have no business going down I-20, which is the complete opposite way. We know we need to be on I-95 towards Savannah, right? So think about that. Like if you are not aligning where you need to go or where you'd like to go and where you want to be with what you're currently doing, the path that you're on, you have to really evaluate that and figure out what's going on. So one thing I like to think about Um, And as I was journaling, I really like this is honestly what prompted this because I was thinking about, you know, we are honestly over halfway through the year. I feel like August is completely flying by like it's going to be September before we know it. Uh, We're going to be, you know, sipping on our our hot lattes, um, taking Christmas photos, (laughs) putting up Christmas trees, having Thanksgiving meals, all of that. So the time is flying by and it's going to go by whether we are pursuing what we want to do or not. So when you determine the difference between can you versus will you, and you decide like, I can do this and I am going to put in the necessary actions and effort and time to make this happen. Think about your highest self as they are doing these things. When you think about your goals. So one thing that I like to do is I ask myself, and I do this a lot, and it may change. So this is a part where you get out your journal. Um, Think about your highest self. Like when you have that can you, will you mindset, um, the can you, but will you mindset, you think about your highest self during that time. What is your highest self doing on his or her best days? So think about that. 
And one of the things that I like to do, and again, this changes for me depending on what season that I'm in, I like to create a higher self or best life ever, best self routine. And I do it on the days that I don't feel like it. I do it on the days that I'm not feeling it. Like I, you know, am questioning (laughs) all the things in life, which I feel like we all do because life is all about ebbs and flows. Um, But having that routine, like something to kind of have a firm foundation on what it is you do no matter what, stick to those things, stick to the standards. You can, you know, do things differently, but like just keep this as a, I do these things no matter what. And I do these things, especially on the days that I don't feel like doing it. Um, And when you do this, um, it really creates value in the mundane. There's magic in the mundane. It's boring. It is the same thing over and over, but it works. And when you decide what you value, that also aligns with what you desire. So one thing I like to tell myself is I have a reminder on my phone that goes off every single day at noon because you know what that's normally the time that i am tired of working i probably want to take a nap i probably want to go to grab a lunch that may or may not be healthy for me that's going to make me even more tired and give me an afternoon slump i have a reminder that goes off on my phone that says is this making me sexier richer or better and that just, you know, for me, it's a reflection. You do what works for you. Um, don't disappoint yourself by doing things that don't align with what you value. So when you think about that, you know, that really will help you determine what your highest self routine looks like. What does that your highest self lunchtime routine look like when they're tired? What do they do? Do they go grab a bag of chips or do they go for a walk and get some serotonin and get sunlight? Think about those things. And also another thing to think about is what is the one thing you can do daily that moves you into the direction that you desire? That also goes into that we know that you can, but will you? Will you do the daily things? Will you do the mundane daily things that will move you in the direction that you desire? And one thing that I love to always think about, because I am a woman of faith and I put God before everything that I do is you don't necessarily need a North Star. Like, you don't need a defined North Star. Like, you can look into the sky. We already see the North Star if it's dark outside. You don't need a defined North Star. You just need to know you need to go North. Like, where the star is, you'll find it once you start moving. And I truly believe that clarity comes with action. Like, if you know you need to take that one step, do that. Do that. That's the that's a part of the will you. That is a part of the 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 capability it goes from the capability to the willingness like you are putting in the effort you are putting in the time to go in that direction and when you think about your goals i love a good goal setting moment i look at my goals every single day but guess what goals are simply a starting point they are a starting point you know why because that tells you what you want but goals are for people that they kind of know the direction that they want. They And it's all about, you know, but once you achieve that goal, because I've, I know you will, what's next? We don't just want to win one time. 
instead of creating goals, create systems. And those systems go along with the actions that you do, the everyday actions. Systems are for people who care about winning repeatedly, not just one time. I don't want to just achieve one goal. I want to make $200,000 a year. Okay, cool. When I get to that goal, what's next? Do I just stop there? No. So one thing that I am going to give you as a takeaway, as a journal prompt, if you haven't already journaled some things going through this, um, I feel like you will. But here are a few questions to ask yourself. What does my highest self do every day? What does my highest self do in the morning? What does my highest self do in the evening? And what does my highest self do at night? How does he and she, he or she, show up for family, friends, and strangers? How is her work ethic? How does she eat? Is she nourishing her body? Or is she getting a four for four from Wendy's because it's cheap and it's quick? You know, what does she like to do that isn't connected to monetary value? What does she do for fun? What does she value? And this is also another good journaling prompt that I think is also really good to do. Think about what your values are and think about what you're doing daily, weekly, and see if they line up. Because if you say you value family, but you don't call your mom or your grandma or go home for the holidays, do you really value fam- do you really value family? If you value your self-care, but you're staying out till four o'clock in the morning, binge eating, Uber eating, not eating, Uber eating, ordering Uber eats, do you really value like your health? Like, you know, it's just something to think about. And then here is the last and final question. And I'm going to provide some examples for these three um, categories. What does he or she do to nourish her mind, body, and soul? So a few examples that I'm going to give you um, just to kind of give you something tangible, because I know sometimes when people tell you to journal, I know when I first started out on my journaling process, I was like, I don't even know what to write. Like sometimes we write what sounds good, but it doesn't really align with like what we actually want to do. So, you know, I always say, eat the fish, spit out the bones, take what you need and to heck with the rest, right? So for your body, um, some things that you could do to nourish your body is obviously drink your water, take vitamins, but not just any vitamins. I went on a yoga manifest retreat back in July and it was so good. That was part of one of the reasons why I wasn't really recording podcasts like that. But um, I, on the retreat, one of the perks of going was we got to work with a nutritionist. She came on the trip and we had like little info sessions. We had one-on-one sessions. And one of the things that I learned is like, don't just take vitamins just because like, you know, everyone else is taking them. Like take them specific to you. Like, what do you need? Because everybody's body is totally different. Go for a morning walk, eat colorful vegetables, um, 
get sunlight, like three to five minutes of sunlight. Even if you just go walk your dog, go walk to the mailbox, go sit outside on the patio. I love doing that in the morning. Um, breathe. <laughs> Breathing is so important. I just recently incorporated mouth taping at night to my nighttime routine. And I can tell a difference in like my breathing and I have asthma. So I'm all about breathing better. Some things that you can do for your mind, read a book, audio book, instead of a, you know, your favorite album while you're in the car doing um, school pickup, driving to the grocery store, driving to work, have a phone free morning. This is something that I have implemented. It's hard for me because I like to use my Instagram as an accountability tool for waking up early. But I try to make, I try to do my routine. I try to like take a photo of whatever I'm doing and then put it away and I'll, I'll post it like an hour or so later. So having a phone free morning or night, this is just good for you because you don't want, like you want the first hour or so of your day to be for you. You don't want to wake up to emails, phone calls, sex messages, because that way you just like by responding to everyone else, you just put yourself last. You just put yourself in the next spot. I don't know if that's last or not, because um, you may take that phone call and then come back to your morning routine. But it's always nice to do something for yourself first. So put the phone down, even if maybe not an hour, but maybe like 15 minutes. Like I know for me, when I go, when I wake up and I make my bed, and I go do my skincare, brush my teeth. I'm listening to like a motivational podcast um, via Alexa. So I don't even look at my phone. I like have Alexa there to kind of show me. But if you don't have that, obviously, maybe just put your phone on airplane mode. So that way, while you are giving yourself that time, that quiet time in the morning, you are not getting all these distractions. Um, listen to a podcast instead of, you know, music. Um, write down what you're grateful for. It is so hard and trust me, I have the journaling I do in the morning. Sometimes I'm like, I do not even feel like I'll be like, I don't feel like writing. Like I don't want to write. I'll just put in my notes out, whatever. It is really hard to be mad or be sad when you're writing down or thinking about what you're grateful for. And this could be in your head. You can pray and like do gratitude to God, or you can just write it down in your notebook, whatever works for you. Um, also, one more thing for your mind is to try something new, something that you've never done before. You never roller skate it, try it out. Never, um, you know, been to a trampoline park, go try it out. Take a pottery class, go paint a picture. You may be the worst painter in the world, but just try it out, you know, um, just something stimulating. One of my favorite things to do is to watch TED Talks on things that I have no idea about. <laughs> um, that's like the the former teacher in me, a forever educator. And a few things for the soul. Meditation, so good. It is really hard. I know for me, one thing that I love to do is to do walking meditations. So that kind of can go back into habit stacking. So you can do a, a walking meditation while you're getting sunlight and you're moving your body. And you're probably gonna be drinking water because if it's like, if it's, it's is as hot as it is in Colombia where you, wherever you are, you definitely need to stay hydrated. Um, connect with someone that you haven't connected with in a while. This could be an old friend from home. This could be your distant best friend, whatever. Um, 
And then do something like funny, watch a funny movie. Like sometimes I'll just be like, I don't really feel like doing anything, but like, I just want to turn on like a comedy show or watch something funny on YouTube or TikTok. So that's just something for your soul. Make yourself laugh, like do something that's like not productive, but you know, still feeding your soul is also good. So again, this is just suggestions. Take what you need, leave the rest. And that is it for today, guys. I will see you next week. As always, thanks so much for listening to the Daily K podcast. You can find today's episode along with any additional resources that I mentioned in the description. And as a quick reminder, do not forget to drink your water, move your body and mind your business. Until next time, guys. Thanks for listening.